welcome to Fun and Freaky Friday on Psyched with Shirley Hickson, <laughs> Carrie Nichol, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Here When Women Talk. We'd love to hear from you this morning. If you have um, something to add to the conversation, please give us a call. Our number is 646-652-2071. Hey, sweet girl. Hey, girl, what's going on? I have to say it was so nice seeing you the other night, girl. You are looking hot. Hot. Oh, Carrie, hot. thank you. Terrell, you were just gorgeous, girlfriend. It has been way too long since I actually laid eyes on you. <laughs> thank you so much. Coming from you, Carrie, that's a, that's a good compliment. I appreciate it. I've been trying to keep it in the middle of the road. <laughs> I think about you all the time when I sometimes I'll think because you've said that to me every you know, every now and then I'm like how you doing Cheryl just keeping it in the middle of the road and sometimes I'll say that to myself when things feel overwhelming I'm like Carrie just keep it in the middle of the road in the middle of the road girl <laughs> yeah. it's funny how sometimes people say things and they just get stuck in your head keep it in the middle of the road so when you think about me, you say you think of think of keeping it in the middle of the road. No, when I think about, like, when I just think about sometimes, you know, how you have those days when things just can seem a little overwhelming or whatever, and I just, that, that thought just jumps into my head. Keep it in the middle of the road. <laughs> kind of like what we talked about last week when we were talking about irrational thoughts. Uh-huh. So you just change that negative into a positive. I'm glad I was As- able to help. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone's calling us, Sherelle. I think we got Mike on the line. What's going on, Mike? Good morning. What, what did you say, Carrie? Happy Freaky Friday or something? Happy, yeah, happy Fun and Freaky Friday. <laughs> freaky Friday. I like, Good morning. I like that. I like that. <laughs> what do you like about that? Hey, it's the end of a long week. So you get to freely express yourself. And if it gets a little twisted, you know, you just turn it, as you say, into a positive. That's right. So it's been, a, been a long week for you, too, huh, Michael? Uh, yeah, it's been a little busy, but, you know, you got to push forward. Are you keeping it in the middle of the road, man? Always. And then if I <laughs> swerve, you know, I got my bumpers to keep me straight, you know, like you, too, you know. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Fantastic. What's on your What's on your mind this morning, Michael? What you wake up with? What? Oh, I woke up and shaved my head with thoughts for you. But I'm back to the radio show, so let me <laughs> act like I got success. Uh, all you know. right, this is going to be a fun, fun, freaky <laughs> Friday, huh? <laughs> Michael. All right. Oh well, yeah, let you know how to call. <laughs> Let me try this one more time. What you wake up with, Michael? What's on your mind this morning, sir? Oh, I'm just trying to see what we can do to make it a better weekend for everybody, you know. Oh, okay. All right. Any suggestions? Mm, don't be opinionated. That's for sure. Because you will definitely miss out on somebody else's options. Huh. You know, How the so? selfish. The selfish, the selfish man winds up in a room by itself because he can't get along with anybody else. It's a mm-hmm. shame, but it's a lot of us out here nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
a lot. When you say there's a lot of us out here, what do you mean? A lot of selfish men? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. There are some things that can happen that would just make people freeze in the breeze. That's because they get caught up on themselves. They become stagnated like pond water. They can't move. Their flame dies because they're stuck on themselves. But, you know, if you can find a way to keep it ignited, hey, you got to follow the golden rule. Flex, but don't break when your potential is at stake. You know what I'm saying? So you got to bend, meaning get along with everybody else, because if you don't, you find yourself shortchanged. Well, Michael, that's interesting that you would say that. Um, oh, my goodness. Hello? Hello? We can hear you, sweet girl. Are you there? We lost our friend Sherelle. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. Hello? 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 Am Hello? I with you guys? <laughs> you are with us, Sherelle. <laughs> Do you guys hear music? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't hit the wrong button. What are you thinking about, Sherelle? <laughs> oh, my goodness, guys. I hear music, and I'm sorry you don't hear it because it's a really nice Walter Beasley jazz, but that is so funny. But I, let me let me say this, Michael. Thank you so much for bringing that to the table because I had a young lady to email me last night, and she said she would love to hear us talk about personality disorders uh, and she specified a certain type and it was uh, narcissistic and that's people who uh, focus on themselves and don't have much empathy for other people so it's interesting that you would bring up that topic um, because she was sharing with me that it's uh, definitely emotional uh, abusive to, to live with someone such, such as that Oh, absolutely. I can imagine. It would be a huge challenge. I've got I've had clients in the past who have that particular issue and talk about immovable. I mean, they are never wrong. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but I think, you know, one of the things I think I heard Michael say was, you know, people get stuck when they sort of stay self-focused, too. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And, 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 you, and I think that happens a lot, too, when people get very depressed or anxious. What happens, I think, is they do stay stuck thinking about themselves, but in a really negative way, thinking about their situation. They stay very self-focused, and they ruminate, and they think too much about their situation and in a negative way, and I think that keeps them stuck thinking about their situation and themselves too much. Because what I have found is no matter how difficult things in my own life might be, when I get into my office and I start working with my clients, it really helps me when I start thinking about helping other people. Uh -huh. What you got going on over there, Sherelle? It sounds like you're trying to fight your way out of a potato bag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say this is a fun Freaky Friday or something. <laughs> you need to get, wait till the show's over, baby. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. What is this kick on Shrill Day today? <laughs> oh. I, was try, I was trying to fix it so you guys wouldn't hear the music. I know you heard it. You was just trying to make me feel like I was hearing things. <laughs> I didn't hear it. No, we, heard it. we didn't hear the music. Yeah, whatever, guys. <laughs> she doesn't believe us, and she's getting all defensive. 
Whatever. But anyway, thank you for that thought. I appreciate you bringing that up, Michael. And God knows I just try not to deal with people like that. Thank God for call ID because when I see him calling, I don't have to answer. So for <laughs> I just don't have time. That's bad. No, it's not bad. I mean, why would I allow someone to abuse me that only thinks about themselves? Uh, we have I mean. a choice. We have a choice. Several shows ago, we talked about setting boundaries and not allowing people to just treat us any old kind of way. Yep. So you have a choice in the matter. You don't have to stay stuck around people with personality disorders. But, Carrie, what I wanted to ask you, because I, I really I really don't know, do you think that, well, I guess it just depends, do you think it's a learned behavior uh, to to be that way or something deep down into the mental it, it's just who they are genetically you're talking about when people exhibit symptoms of those kinds of personal excuse me personality disorders yeah mm-hmm. is it learned or is it genetic that's what I'm asking I really don't know I think I think it can be both honestly mm-hmm. I think sometimes it can it can begin to you know when it begins to manifest itself it can start out as a coping mechanism don't you I mean because yeah. like the one the one client that I have um, had in the past who you know was came across as very narcissistic I think he was um, sort of picked on quite a bit as a child and growing up through his teenage years because he was very very heavy and I think he became that way as a means to defend himself. He, you know, in his own mind, he sort of elevated himself to such a height to make himself feel better about his situation. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Um, and and it has, I guess, it worked for him, and he continues to behave that way. He's better than everybody else. Oh. Um, yeah, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but I I do think it can certainly be learned and picked up by the environment too, through you know their parents and. Um, and I also, and I do think that people can just be born that way. You know, people who have like borderline personality disorder. Um, I think you know those folks. I think are sort of wired that way, don't you? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But they, you know, they no, they're not wired that way. They you pick up those hits. They pick up those hits from somebody. Think about it. We don't learn anything growing up without learning it from somebody else. You see what I'm saying? And whether it be TV or video or car accident, you know, you pick up everything growing up, especially in your early years, because you notice somebody else do it. You either want to be like them or you say, that's not something I want to do. That's a learning process. But those people you're talking about, I think they have forgotten what the color of success is. Most people think it's green, but believe it or not, the prettiest thing in the world, if you could just touch it, is what? A rainbow. It's not green that's the color of success. I mean, like, every diamond has a million facets that makes it what it is, right? So you can't be one-dimensional. You have to be able to multitask and be a well-rounded person to be successful. Because $10 million don't do me jack. If I can't call your radio show and y'all say, hey, Mike. I'm upset. I'm mad. But I got all this money. You see what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. have to really learn how to spread yourself, not thin, but you have to be well-rounded enough 
to receive the outlays that will be coming your way. And that means you can't be selfish. Selfish gets mm-hmm. you nowhere but locked in a room by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's deep. Well, that, Michael, well, stay right there. <laughs> no, no, you, you stay right there because I, I have a, a, a thought that I want to discuss. But now it's time for us to take a break, and when we return, we will finish up with dealing with selfish people. Narcissistic. Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichol on Fun Freaky Friday. We're talking about personality disorders and discussing whether or not these particular issues can be passed along genetically or picked up environmentally or what the situation may be in regard to those. And one thing that comes to my mind is, you know, we think about personality disorders, I think in the most extreme sense, one of those might be uh, folks who have... uh, what is it? Uh, anti What is it? Antisocial personality disorder, otherwise known as sociopaths yes, or ma'am. psychopaths. And I, yes, I remember doing some research on on this particular um, personality disorder in in college and found some really interesting, um, I guess, things that folks who display these symptoms have in common um, that they feel are contributors to this pr- particular disorder, um, which I thought was fascinating and. One of those was alcohol consumption by the biological father prior to conception, which was really interesting. The stress of the mother while she was pregnant with the child and exposure to extreme violence prior to the age of two. That was pretty cool. So I think in that regard, you can look at sort of that particular personality disorder and see that there were some contributors environmental contributors that happened even before maybe the child was born or very early in life. So I thought that was really fascinating. Um, I know we were talking over break and Michael was saying that, um, I guess, that he didn't feel that, uh, I guess, certain issues, mental issues were passed down so much um, genetically. But I think I've seen situations, and you probably have too, Sherelle, where certainly anxiety and depression seem to be very prevalent in you know in clients family histories when they come in and they have extreme you know either you know either of those symptoms in extreme um, have you you found that to be the case too yeah um, definitely personality disorders are interesting and as Michael was talking I, I definitely understood where he where he comes from and I definitely would say that this situation is it depends on the individual mm-hmm. yeah uh, I think it could be both yeah I think it could be both so um, that's that's just interesting I was just thinking about a particular case that kind of took me there um, but yeah I, to the to the young lady that sent the topic out thank you so much uh, I think that's a uh, a good subject for us to continue to talk about. And, uh, yeah. Michael, thank you for giving us your insight. Are you still there, You're Michael? Welcome. Yes, um, I am. I'm right here. Fantastic. I want to give uh, Kay and the ladies a shout-out with Hear Women Talk. Uh, we have uh, uh, rescued a young lady that was took into bondage as a, a young child 
sla uh, sold into slavery. Uh, I don't know if you guys looked at the website, but there is also a clipping that Kay was telling me about um, that some interns had done about this situation. And they are, I think they're awesome ladies. When, when she was telling me about it, I was thinking about Get Christy Love. I don't know if you guys remember that. Do y'all remember Get Christy Love? Uh -uh. Was it Pam Greer yeah, the play? Man. Huh? Am I telling my yeah, age? I'm old like man. I remember. Look, am I telling my age? <laughs> well, I, I watched it at a drive-in, so trust and believe. Oh, no. That's a little out. Gary, I don't know if you know who Get Christy Love is, but it was like, uh, when was that movie made? Uh, uh, Michael in the seventies. <laughs> That's back in there with uh, Cornbread Earl and me. Yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's at least it's I, at least thirty years old. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Pam Greer played this hot, the hot. Was she a detective? Was was she like a community superhero or something? Yeah, what she was, was she? like I, a little undercover. Yeah, like a little undercover agent, you know, for the community. Keeping everybody yeah, for the up on their toes. Yeah, so she fought for women and children. So when Kay was telling me about it, I was like, you girls go. They sound like Christy Love. <laughs> Have you guys read about the, 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 uh, the trafficking when people are sold into slavery? I have heard about that. I did not know that there was as many people currently living under those circumstances as there are. Oh, wow. Um, because she, you know, um, Kay, the Hear Women Talk um, Facebook page had posted, uh, you know, a, I guess a link to a YouTube video that they had produced about this that I watched. And, uh, you know, they quoted statistics on how many people were currently living um, in slavery. And I had no idea. That I the had no were. idea. Um, so I just was shocked. And, uh, I mean, you, I guess you just don't think that in this day and age that that is still something that's, that's going on. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they did an awesome job. She told me that, um, the young lady would log on to the computer and talk to, talk to some people on there and she had to continue to, had to get off because the, her, her captive would come in and then she had to log back on. But they saved this girl. She was on the verge of committing suicide and, Oh, they man. got her out of there, and they got her somewhere safe. Uh, she's uh, been cared for, but that is so awesome. Kudos to UK and you, and you ladies out there. Fantastic. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, yes. So the world we live in. <laughs> you just never it's a know. crazy one. Yeah, it is a crazy one. Lots of crazy folks out there. Hey, I just got a text. It says, Get Christy Love, 1974. Um, it was a throwback <laughs> movie. Thank you, see, folks see, out there. See, there you go. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm lying. Robbing the cradle. I'm, mm -mm. I'm, I'm joking. I was alive. <laughs> You were you just a little one. You was a little one. That's right. Me had to a grasshopper. No. <laughs> okay, That's guys, I, I did 
do the pursuit of happiness last week, so let, let's do it. All right. Here we go. Happiness is being in, ch in charge of your life. Live life with a purpose. Don't drift aimlessly. Have an eye on the horizon and know where you're going and what your true goal is. Yeah. If you don't know what your goal is, you'll never achieve it. If you don't have oh, a goal, yeah. you don't know where you're going. Oh, yeah. yes. Y'all are, are on it today. <laughs> y'all are on it. I'm going to have to call y'all on a regular so I can keep me up. Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you today, Michael. Absolutely. Thank just you. It's a treat, a treat <laughs> to hear you all's lovely voices. <laughs> Thank so you. I hope you have a goal set for next Friday to come back and hang out with us. <laughs> Next Friday, whoo! I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really be into the Raleigh whole situation. Next Friday, I'm gonna be directly tuned in. Awesome, absolutely. Thank you, Michael. You continue to have a what, Carrie? A happy, a fun and freaky Friday. Fun and freaky Friday. <laughs> Take care, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, later. Bye. Boy, he's got his voice smooth as butter, don't he? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, think you realized it. Oh, I'm listening. I'm picking up what he's putting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, Carrie, just let him talk. Let him talk. <laughs> Something about that nice, deep voice. Just doing it for you, isn't it, Sherelle? <laughs> On a happy Friday. Mm -hmm. On a happy Friday. It's not happy for everybody. My little—I don't think I mentioned to you earlier. My little girl just suffered a heartbreak last last night. I guess it was her boyfriend of six months broke up with her. That's tough. So I drove oh. to Chapel Hill and picked her up and took her out to dinner, and we had a conversation about men and relationships and how I think how tough it is for people to make commitments at such a young age. Yeah, yeah. Is she okay? Uh, she's, I don't know. Her her recent, most recent Facebook posting this morning would not indicate that she's okay. Oh, but sometimes you just got to be, you know, I mean, you got to embrace where you are. So uh, hopefully she will, you know, with each day she'll feel a little bit better. So, but it's tough. Relationships are hard, you know, you, especially you at that age. Uh, right now, I don't know. If she, oh, she, sure. Do you think maybe she's listening to, to the show? Oh, no. Are you kidding? My kids don't listen to this show, girl. <laughs> well, look, give her a message. <laughs> okay. From, from Auntie Sherelle. Yes, am Tell her, I know it hurts. There's five stages to grieving. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and go through it. But she just hit... UNC Chapel Hill campus. Do you know how many men oh. on that campus? I have she to may tell have you. done her a favor. <laughs> I have to Let tell you, I've heart. seen some cute fellas hanging out around there, man. Ooh, Let me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like your experience at ECU. <laughs> man, did, did I catch some, some, some serious hell for that on Facebook, too? Oh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit when we come back from break. We're going to take a break right now, and uh, we'll come back and discuss this a little bit more. 
with with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel with Sight. See you in a minute. Welcome back, folks, to Sight with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel. Mm-hmm. Please give us a call at 646-652-2071. We've been talking about quite a few things this morning, Miss Carrie. Yeah, we have, Sherelle. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just let me finish briefly saying what I was talking about with Jess. So something Please. Just came to mind. So I went over there last night to pick her up. And, and her cousin, Brittany, who was only three weeks younger than, than she is, lives right across the street in another dorm. And so Jess had collected all the, the things, pictures and um, notes and cards and whatnot. And, uh, you know, like a, I guess a T-shirt she had of his and everything. And she had put it on a fire pit and it was, um, yeah, up in flames when I drove up. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were having a little burning ceremony. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Is that how we do it now? Uh, well, it made her feel better. I mean, it's better than t- taking all his things and sticking them in his car and setting it on fire, right? But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a scene from a movie. What wasn't it? Um... Waiting to exhale, girl. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Same... Angela Bassett. That's right. Awesome movie. So she sure was. And she's, and she's never seen it. So this was just her idea. I'm just going to set all this stuff on fire. I'm going to release it and it's bad karma into the into the universe and 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 release it from my my being. So it, she said it helped her feel a lot better. Hey, if it works, what do you you know? So, so I guess the police officers over there in UNC Chapel Hill they don't really care about fire. I mean, where were they? Well, they it, they were putting it on a fire pit. So there was like this big huge structure made out of. Uh, brick and it had like this wire grate over it so it was ba- you know it was made for that purpose you know it was made for i guess people who wanted to grill out or whatever and they had just stuck all the stuff on top of the, the grate and just set set it on fire so yep wow uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> when you said made it for that purpose i was like oh that, i mean break up high over there no, it was just made to, uh, you know, to it, to tolerate flames. How about that? So, anyway, but I hope she's feeling better. I'll say some prayers for her today. Some prayers of healing. Mm-hmm. So, so you wanted to talk about, uh, you wanted to talk about some ailments and how they relate to people's thoughts and mental health. Yes, I do. I got this book that I've been using in therapy, and it's called You Can Heal Your Body from A to Z. Um, And as you know, I love Louise Hay's work, but this one is just phenomenal because she talks about the mental causes for physical illness and the way that you overcome it by changing your thought process. Right. So if you give me one of your ailments, um, healthy lady... (laughs) <laughs> I can look it up in the book and tell you the probable cause and a new thought process that you might want to implement to help help you get over this. Do you have well, anything? I really don't. Um, I, I really don't. Uh, we can come up with one. <laughs> well, tell me. I know you got a friend that has an ailment because I, I got girlfriends that call me. Oh, my back hurt. My butt hurt. My head hurt. Uh-huh. I do. I do. Fibromyalgia. I have oh. a friend who's got fibromyalgia, and I know that that seems to be something very connected to depression. 
I have uh-huh. seen. Okay. Do you see anything in there about that? Fibromyalgia. Okay. Well, now, hold on. I don't see fibromyalgia, but I do see fibroid tumors and cysts, mm-hmm. which is not exactly like um, what you were talking about, but it is a female issue. Mm-hmm. And it says women who have female problems that can that are fibromyalgia, no, fiber tumors and cysts, it says you're nursing a hurt from a partner, a blow to your feminine ego, and a positive thought process is, I released a pattern in me that attracted this experience. I create only good in my life. Okay. Hmm. So, ladies out there with fibroids, it says that you're nursing a hurt from a partner. A blow to the feminine ego. That's well, I tell you what, I got one, and my I, on my finger, on my thumb, uh-huh. it, it aches sometimes. And I was thinking, wait a minute, I'm too young for arthritis. So, uh, what could this be? Right. <laughs> so, I looked in the book, and it says this represents intellect and worry. Mm-hmm. And it says my new th- thought process should be my mind is at peace. My mind is at peace. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed, you know, a couple weeks ago there was some things going on in my life that was creating some sadness for me, and, and my stomach was sort of upset for a little while. Um, but I, I did, you know, work through that and feel much better, and now my stomach's fine. <laughs> okay, so let me look up stomach ache. Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't really an ache. It was just sort of like it just felt sort of nauseous. That's pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if my stomach wasn't sick before, it's really sick now. <laughs> Something you need to tell me? We, oh. we can announce it on the show, girl. Oh, hell to the no. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm looking up nauseous, and it says the probable cause is fear, rejecting an idea or an experience. Okay, well, that could so fit. So some type of fear, rejecting, yeah. idea, or an experience. Yeah. And it says your new thought process should be, I am safe. I trust the process of life to bring only good to me. I like it. And I would have to say that some of those things would, would probably be true. Hmm. Mhm. 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 So, guys, if you got any ailments that you want to find out about, please call us at six four six six five two twenty seventy one. We're here for you. Give us a call. Uh, I think we have a caller, sweetie. Awesome. Love it. Are you there? Hi. Hey there. How are you girls doing this morning? This is Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. You know, I, I have a question for you. Why didn't I get credit for being the one who came up with 1974, Get Christy Love? Oh, everybody, hear women talk. Scott rescued me, and Scott texted me and told me it was 1974, and we also found out at that time Carrie was not born. <laughs> you know, it didn't surprise me. When you asked Michael if he remembered Get Christy Love, 
you know, I, I think Michael is a black gentleman, and it didn't surprise me at all that he knew that movie because, as I recall, Pam Greer was, you know, red hot. And, so I think, and she still you know, is. Guys, I, she probably is, you know, 30 years later, whatever it is, 36 years later, she's probably still hot. She's just one of those kinds of people. Um, you know, I actually, um, if I could sort of talk to the listeners for a second, I bumped into these two girls, Cheryl and Carrie, uh, earlier this week. And um, <laughs> so that was that was pretty neat. And that's probably, you know, an opportunity that not everybody gets. I consider myself real lucky. And actually, I can I can describe I can describe you all to everybody. So I'm, I think that might be fun. You know, surreal. <laughs> and you pick up these things from listening to the radio show. But but surreal, um, meeting her in person is an experience. Um, she has a sympathetic warmth about her mm-hmm. that is remarkable. Mm-hmm. And I. I I, I, I have to just stop there in the description to emphasize what what I say there. You know, that's the, the theme of that feeling. And, you know, Carrie, on the other hand, is, um, you know, she's she's very this and very that. You know, very smart, you know, very funny, very clever, you know, in, in different, different ways and all that. And I was thinking, I wonder if I could put that into one word. Um, <laughs> And you know the only word I can come up with is she's pretty keen, and that's not even a word I've ever used before. But somehow it just fits that Carrie is pretty keen. You know she is all that, and you know both of them are you know just the prettiest girls ever, and Aww. really both of them are all those things that that I just said. Now afterwards they were asked to describe me, and Carrie stepped forward. <laughs> With, well, you know, overall appearance, average, tending towards below average, um, <laughs> big stupid look on his face. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's probably what was said. I don't remember you know, that conversation. The, well, I'm imagining that part of it, but I figure if you gave that description, like I had committed a crime, you gave that to the to the police, they'd probably head directly over to my house in about five <laughs> minutes. You right up, which is another way of saying it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that self-talk, Sherelle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that good. That good. Mm-hmm. What was what was that coming? I didn't quite get that. The self-talk. I, the self-talk. What you're saying about yourself to yourself? Oh, I'm just goofing around. Okay. All right. Yeah, but you're talking to two therapists, Scott. So you know, <laughs> in our sessions, if people go, I'm stupid. I'm we're going, ooh, that's not good language towards that's yourself. Right. That's right. Because I, you know, I, I can tell you that to meet to meet a psychologist is sometimes a daunting experience, but to meet two, um I, I get I get the feeling that, you know, my mind is being read with everything <laughs> I say. That's how I think a psychologist is that they know exactly what's going on and I don't have to utter a word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't say that on the air. People do think that. It's so funny. In fact, on on my Facebook page, I've got one of these, like, quote, like, bumper stickers, and it says, keep talking, I'm diagnosing you. (laughs) 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 And I really just... In, in, in fun, because people do have that impression. And I guess, to a certain extent, there's some truth to that, you know. 
I oh, there's, there's all kinds of truth to it, and I can give you a real-life example um, from having that you too. I said something about having notes, you know, different places <laughs> in my house, well, all over my house, and, and both of you said in unison, OCD, you know, obsessive compulsive <laughs> disorder, and I thought, my goodness, you know, I had no idea that I was going to be diagnosed, branded, <laughs> labeled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know there are. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel bad now. <laughs> no, I, I didn't take that as an actual diagnosis because everybody, those of us out here just walking the street, those of us who are just ordinary folks, you know, tend to throw around things like OCD and bipolar. They're, they're, they seem to be convenient words, and it makes us sound good. So OCD is probably one of the. It's become a street term. Right. Almost. Yeah. 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 So I think anybody would have been just as inclined to make that comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you you had a higher chance with us, sweetie, because we uh, use the DSM five, and we probably know it like the back of our hand. So, just a short conversation, we can pretty much diagnose you. <laughs> what you think, here? I, I I got nothing. <laughs> he knows it's yeah. true. Yeah, just don't diagnose me during the commercial breaks and that you know everybody can hear you. I know, I know. Speaking of, I think we need to take one now. So uh, we'll be back in just a yeah. few minutes with more Psyched. Hang okay. around. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Welcome back to Psyched with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel on Fun and Freaky Friday. Yeah. Fun and Freaky Friday. You got plans for this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to see my mom. Her birthday was on Wednesday, so I'm going to slide slide down there and hang out with her and give her some hugs and kisses. Aww. They say you must give folks their flowers while they're living. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. What a great yeah. thing to keep in the back of your head. You know, I just realized right as we were coming in from break that the conversation that you were, I, and I were sort of having a, a while ago back before we went into one of our breaks was about my visit to East Carolina University last weekend oh, yeah. with my dear friend Steve Wetzel, who is um, sort of like the mascot for the football team. He comes out dressed up as the pirate. Um which is cool because I went with him and I got access to the entire facility, which included sort of the locker room area where all the football players were hanging out, had a great time, and I had posted some photos on Facebook about it, and I had made a comment about that, the fact that I was hanging out in the ECU locker room um, and the fact that it was heaven. <laughs> because you know what else is hanging out in the East Carolina University mm. football team locker room and mm. One of my friends who was a male, which I think is very important to this conversation, but he said, Carrie, they're just children. <laughs> and, and, that, and that really tickled me because I found it really interesting that, you know, in our culture, you know, you think of like the girls in Victoria's Secret, which is celebrated, and we even got this stupid ass, pardon my French, Victoria's Secret fashion show that comes on mm -hmm. every December, which is absurd mm -hmm. to me because if we took men and dressed them up in thongs and paraded them up and down a runway, can you imagine the response that people would get? Can you yeah, imagine? Yeah, I would be there. Yeah, but can you imagine like the outrage people like? Oh my God! But we do it with women, right? I mean, we, yeah, we, that's true. 
turn women into nothing but sex objects. But these women can't be any older than, say, 20, 22, right? Which is the same age of the guys hanging out at the ECU locker room. But then I get publicly flogged for the fact that I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I just found that to be a little, you know, a little twisted. So... (laughs) Okay. We have a... Keep it going. Hey, Lavert. Hey, ladies. How y'all doing today? Doing well. How are you? Good, girl. I'm, I'm fine. I just hadn't talked to you guys in a month of Sundays, and I wanted to call and let you guys know that I've missed y'all. Fridays have been quite busy for me here lately, but I get to go back and listen to the shows anyway, so that's a plus. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I just was thinking about you guys this morning. I wanted to give you a call. I, I just got out of court, so I didn't get, get the opportunity to hear much of the show. But I just wanted to let you know that, you know, I, I sent a shout-out to all my Facebook friends to make sure that they listen. And, you know, I just Aww. want you all to keep up the good work. Thank you. Wow, that is very cool of you. Thank you, Laverne. You're welcome. You're welcome, darling. So I want you all to create a wonderful weekend. I'm not going to take up much of your time. Because I, I, I don't have a topic for today. But I, did, wait, I do have a topic. I do have a topic. I, I, I don't know if you all discussed it or if you even got a chance to see it yesterday. But did you see the article on Facebook about the guy and the Medicaid comment? <laughs> did you all get an opportunity to discuss any of that today? <laughs> you no, to we didn't. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, let's we'll talk. Let's talk about that. So it's this quote unquote some people say supposed to be doctor. I don't know. I'm not sure what he practices. So he's wrote this letter to the editor, the president of a magazine company. So it says, Dear Mr President. So now that the letter's out, because it's a health care issue, people think that he wrote it directly to the president, but that's not true. But basically yeah. the article talks about the article talks about how um it is a cultural issue when it comes to Medicaid and that uh, how, how he had a, a gentleman come into his, uh, his practice and, you know, diamond rings, fancy jewelry, nice shoes, and, you know, the whole bang. Yet, when he looked at his chart, he realized that he was So he was offended and he feels that it's kind of more of a cultural black thing. Like black people will go and buy a car, go, uh, get gold fronts, get gold fronts in their mouth. So, Laverne, um, Laverne I have to uh, ask you. I have fancy to ask clothes. Laverne, Laverne. Opposed to buying health care. Yeah, Laverne, absolutely. Laverne. Yes, what in that letter said, yeah, I can hear you. What in that letter said anything about the color of anyone's skin? Because I read the letter. Well, honey, first of all, wait, 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 let me answer your question. Let me answer your question, please. Uh-huh. First uh-huh. of all, okay. he's a white male. Second of all, he's saying that it's a cultural disparity. He wasn't right. talking about Asian people. He wasn't talking, he wasn't about, talking about any color uh, people. Hispanics. He wasn't talking about any color people, Laverne. He was talking about people who are obviously coming in, who have the money to spend on things that are not important, that are superfluous, but yet do not 
take responsibility for providing themselves with their own health care. There was no mention in that letter whatsoever about the color of anyone's skin that could have just as easily been a white person covered in tattoos with a gold tooth in their mouth. I've seen them. There was no mention whatsoever about the color of that person's skin. You're making assumptions. Well, I, he did does you look at the, the uh, rest that of that? Did hate, you look at the uh, rest of the article? Wait, wait. I read, he did I read, say that, that the guy's ringtone was an R&B ringtone. Now, yeah, it, it could be that Hispanic, whites, everybody have yeah. R&B tones, but yeah. that kind yeah, of I, indicates yeah. to me that they were you referring know, it, it, it's, it's not hard to read between the lines. See, but you both are making assumptions. Laverne, you're making assumptions. Because one, one, if he was, you know, if you look at the rest of the letter, if you, I mean, excuse me, if you look at uh, the various posts that were made after the initial letter, because he continued to respond to people at the bottom where everyone else is making their comments. When you tell me, oh, they're driving a, car with big rims on it and they have their priorities out of order and you're white, are you talking about your car party? Really? I don't about your what? So. If you're if you if you are you talking about your own culture? No, you're not talking about your own culture because you would have said I but Laverne, no matter what the color of somebody's skin, if they're driving around with two hundred dollar a piece rims and they're living on Medicaid, there's something wrong with that picture. I don't care what the color of their skin, if they're white, black, purple, yellow, or green. I don't I don't I can't read that letter and say definitively that this man is calling out any particular race. What he's calling out is behavior. What he's calling out is irresponsibility. He's not calling out color. And I I, you know, I know white kids that ride around with big, fat, you know, silver rims. It, it is not necessarily just a black thing. And I think we get into we, we get into danger when we make assumptions. And it's, you're making a lot of assumptions here. I read the letter. I didn't read any I, all these other posts, but girlfriend, okay, yeah, I think once you once you read more of the posts and really get into the meat of it and how you know he he has a, a slew of other doctors coming on talking about. Oh, they got a, I, I had a guy come into my dental office and get uh, $2,000 worth of gold fronts in his mouth, and um, he has Medicaid to get his teeth clean or something, you know, to that sort in, in the Facebook posting. So it's just like, I guess, personally speaking, in my culture as a black woman, rims, big jewelry, Gold teeth—that—that's the African American community. I don't okay. across the board. You could, you could, you could put it as in it's all people, but it's not all people. It, it's all people because people have picked up on hip hop culture. But just in general, if you name those things, white is not going to come to your mind. Okay. When you name gold but, teeth, big but rims, bottom line. If somebody's driving around and, and has got $2,000 worth of gold teeth in their mouth, they do not need to be living on Medicaid. I don't care the color of their skin. That behavior is the problem. It's not an issue of skin color, but the behavior itself is a problem. If people can afford $2,000 worth of gold teeth in their mouth, they don't need to be living on government assistance, period. It doesn't matter the color. I, I concur. So, I agree. But the fact it, of the matter is, is, is if you look at the statistics, it's more white people on welfare than blacks. I know it sounds crazy. Like, right. what? Are you serious? But that's a fact. So right. For, for him to that's make what that I'm comment, saying. you know, it's, not it's a kind of like, issue. woo, 
No, I'm not, I'm not making any comment other than I think it's wrong, regardless of the color of your skin, that if you've got money to be spending on stuff like that that you don't need, then you've got a problem. You, you've, you've got a sense of entitlement that the government should be taking care of you, and it's wrong, period. I agree. No matter, no, no, no agree. matter the color of your skin. So, you know, it's just it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And I've seen, you know, I've seen it. Yeah, plenty of times in with white folks too. I mean, it's just it's just bad. So anyway, thank you for your call. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah, we, <clears throat> this is an interesting topic, but unfortunately, we have to bring this show to an end. This has been Psych with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nickel, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. <laughs>